we, we talked about this. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So October. And then I'm like, all of a sudden I look at my calendar and I'm like, I have at least three concerts. I'm like, no, dude, I want to drink and enjoy that. And then even had this conversation with my brother last night. So I kind of told you no. And you're like, I think I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm like, well, this is probably exactly why I should do it. The fact that I'm like, oh, I need to go to the concert and enjoy myself. My brother told me, he's like, I forget what concert, but he's like, I went to a concert by myself, didn't drink. I got up Sunday morning and like had a full day. He's like, it was fucking awesome. And I'm like, I love that. And that's the thing about drinking where I'm like, you know, everyone, a lot of people have done this, right? You drink, you get hungover. I'm never drinking again. I've never said that because I don't lie to myself because <laughs> um, I know I'll drink again and that feeling fades. But it's like ultimately I love when I'm feeling like better on top of the world and feeling good. So why do I continue to drink at night and then have these sluggish days? Like am I really going to – am I really going to waste like I don't know, two-sevenths kind of the weekend of my life feeling sluggish? So – it's easier said than done, but I, I would love to challenge myself. And I think doing Sober October, saying it on the podcast, we talk about this on the triathlon podcast, we talk about all the time, putting it out in the universe, tell people what you're up to, and it's more likely you'll do it. Welcome to Modern Happiness, where we believe happiness is a choice. Our goal is to share how we and our high-performing guests choose happiness, covering topics such as fitness, mindset, relationships, business, and much more in today's world. Here are your hosts, Matt Mahalik and Taylor Sleaford. By the way, the tachyderm, I don't think, like, I saw what it was doing. Mm. It basically made my cut look like the wettest pussy ever. <laughs> also gross and yellow and disgusting. But I was like, I, I get why it could be good, but... It was like opening up. My I don't think my wound is fully closed, and it was like just getting loose, and it was opening and gooing and blo- bloody. I was like, this thing needs to like be closed first, which now it's just stuck. And welcome back, happiness homies. We're gonna provide a little context uh, for that. This episode is Matt and I. It's been a hot minute since we've recorded podcasts together, but especially the two of us. Matt, how you doing? I am doing. Very good, Taylor. You know, it's the best day of the year, first of all. Um, I just got my second COVID shot yesterday. So towards the end of last night, I kind of ha- had a headache coming on. Could be staring at my computer screen all night, but that typically doesn't happen to me. So I'm, I'm blaming the COVID shot. And uh, yeah, I woke up, had some crazy dreams, woke up kind of on the wrong side of the bed, if you will. But, uh, you know, I just kind of turned and be like, I get to go hang out with Taylor, grab some coffee. I'm good to go. And then when I walked in, you had Dave Matthews blasting Warehouse was the song. And I'm like, let's go. Uh, you know, I care about you, Matt. And I know you do. And I was listening to, um, I had a podcast going on the way here. And then I paused it because I was like thinking about clients. I was thinking about other things that's going on. And I was like, let me just sit in silence and think. But then like five minutes before your house, I'm like, I am putting on Pursuit of Happiness. It's a cover by Lissy. It's such a good rendition, L-I-S-S-I-E, if you want to look that up. On YouTube, too, she like she does like a shot of tequila, and it's such a good rendition. But I'm just like screaming at the top of my lungs. Even with this headache, I was just screaming because I'm like, I'm on the pursuit of happiness, baby. Mm. I'm already happy. Happiness is a choice, and I love um, what Ben from Wad Prep, because I can't say his last name, 
Jawalski. Uh, Jawalski, I think. Uh, should I ask them to pronounce that? I would have <laughs> liked to hear that. I did uh, before because I did the intro for that episode, and I sent him an Instagram, and I was like, "Can you say your last name for me?" <laughs> and, and he gave me this whole thing, Polish. Nice. Um, yeah, we had him on the podcast, which was really great. You definitely should listen. Um, some really cool insights to mindset, his mindset, how he's had that. Um, but we asked him about happiness as a choice. And I love what he said. He's like, or no, Matt asked, are you happy? And he's like, well, he's like, that's a tough question because like I'm on this pursuit of happiness and it's like, it's a, it's fluid, right? It's not, you're never like, you never reach that point. It's not like level 100, bam, I'm there. Um, and I really like that. And it's, that's part of what we believe is happiness is a choice. And it's like, you can continue to make decisions to try and reach happiness. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I think there's a, I was thinking about this the other day, the difference between joy and happiness. Mm. Like you could be happy, you could be sad, but just having joy, Mm. like always like living a joyful life. I think there's a difference there. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. It's funny that you say that actually. And I, I have a friend of mine who we kind of got into a conversation about happiness. Uh, she has a, a different view on happiness, um, which it was good. It was good that we had this conversation. And then really what it seemed to come down, because I like explained all my beliefs and she's like, I'm 100% with you. I love everything that you just said. She's like, but I don't think that, you know, what we're talking about, it, happiness. And I'm like, well, it sounds like we view happiness differently. And she had talked about happiness just being this emotional state and that you can't understand happiness if you ha- haven't experienced sadness, which mm-hmm. I also agree with. Um, However, yeah, as I, I'm like, maybe it's just language and how you view that word and how I view that word. And part of what, how we're, we collectively with this podcast are trying to create what that means. Um, but it's funny you say that some of you guys who may not know, I used to be pretty involved with the church. I helped start a church, uh, in Colorado in 2013, 2014 after graduating college. But wait, you've, you've told me I helped build a church. And I've always thought that you were literally <laughs> like constructing a church, also being a part of it once mm. it was built, but like building a church from foundation to, you know, framing Are you it. serious right now? <laughs> 100%. Matt, okay, hold on. Let's just pause for a second. How many times have you hung things up in our apartment for me or MK? <laughs> yeah, but people go to like, you know, the like whatever Africa and like Habitat ha- for humanity. Yeah, yeah, build houses. Uh, they don't know what they're okay, doing. Okay, let's be clear. So when the church launched... Uh, it was in a middle school. We okay. met in a middle school. So okay. I don't even know if to this day they have a physical building. Wow. Theirs. Learn something <sighs> new every day, I'm, folks. I'm shook. I'm shook. Um, anyways, in college, there was actually one sermon at this church that I went to, and it was talking about joy versus happiness. And it still stuck to me to this day. And essentially what we are talking about with this podcast and choosing happiness and modern happiness is, is could maybe better be described as joy where happiness is up and down, but joy, you can still be in a state of joy, even in like painful times. Mm-hmm. So yes, Matt, I understand what you're saying. Modern joy. Modern joy. <laughs> Just doesn't roll off the tongue. It really quite doesn't. As well. Yeah. It's not the um, same. Nice, nice, nice. So yeah, we haven't, man, it's been a while. Yeah. How I are you? I didn't, I didn't reciprocate. That's how are you great. Doing? I'm doing really well. Some, uh, Man, there's some big changes in my life. I don't know if I want to talk about them yet mm-hmm. because when this podcast airs, it won't quite Not be finalized. Official, yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, some some big changes and unexpected changes and especially how they happened is not what I had hoped for. But sometimes when you don't 
get what you want, you get what you need. And uh, man, it's been incredible as these things are, are unfolding and I'm having more time for myself and my business. And I am launching um, in like two weeks. I'm starting my next course in like a week and a half as when this will air. And I have a bunch of signups and just the direction I'm going, focusing more on leadership um, along with personal development for, for my coaching and just showing up better version of myself is mm -hmm. it's just coming to me, which is really cool. Um, yeah. I think that's something that's so great when I talk about this a lot with my students, when you take that leap and ask the universe for more, it's going to challenge you, but you're also going to receive more. And I'll try not to like <laughs> say your whole thing, but like giving up sources of income and that being a big part of your income. And uh, being like, no, it's okay. Like the course is launching. I'm going to make sales. Like I fucking got this. I don't need that income and I don't need to be stuck there because that's not what's best for me. And when you, again, you tell the universe, you tell yourself like whatever, like I'm going all on me. This isn't, this is kind of bringing me down. Um, and I love what I do and my coaching, right? This is me talking as you Yeah. that I'm launching. I'm going all in on this and look, you're just making sales. Probably people you didn't even know were potential clients, you know, reaching out to you and, and getting those sales. So it's just, it's proof that like you show for yourself, the universe will reciprocate. Yeah. And I'll be completely honest. It's, it's funny because what I was going through is something that I coach people on and I teach people on. And to be honest, I was scared, you know, um, a set of circumstances happened leading me to these changes. Um, but really if I, as I reflect on it, I'm like, Oh, I was ready to do this a long time ago, but I needed this source of income. Mm -hmm. And I was afraid of like, okay, well, if I lose that, I need this many more clients and like feeling in survival and scarcity. And then I take a breath and, you know, talk to you and talk to other friends and realize like, you know, sometimes you got to take that risk. Like, it's not always like you and I both work with people who are like building their business or maybe changing, shifting careers. And we never tell people to like, just overnight, like quit what you're doing, lose all your income and go all in. Mm -hmm. Right. There, there could be a time for that. But a lot of times it's like gradual until at some point you're likely going to have to take a chance on yourself. Um, so again, it, it's funny because I teach this all the time and you know, I still struggle with the same things. Um, yeah, always. And that's why it's great to have people in your life like this. Cause I went through that time when I was launching my program many months ago and, uh, I wasn't getting as much um, reaching out and sales as I had hoped in the beginning, uh, in like the first week or whatever. And I talked to you and I'm like, I'm freaking out. If I don't get these sales, like, then what do I do? I got to Uber. Like I can't really Uber cause my car is registered in Connecticut and we live in Colorado. So that doesn't work. Um, do I have to coach CrossFit classes? Like I really don't want to do that. I already quit that cause it wasn't serving me. And he's like, he, you were like, you are, you probably said it better than this, but like you're in survival. It's like, you can help people. Like if, if your niche is per, niche is personal trainers, but like you could help anyone build their brand. You could work, you have 30 connections here to gyms that you've taken photos at. Like you can go talk to them and be like, Hey, let me help you with your social media. Like this doesn't have to be, Oh my God, I got to go like work at McDonald's now. Like you have other options. And that's the difference between living in that survival state versus living in creativity and being like, I got this. Like it's not, we always go down that like the worst situation. Um, it doesn't have to be that way. And even like the business I run where I have these launches and I try to have X amount of signups, like, and then we start. And then for three months, I don't launch it again. So like, I need those signups, but like, who says, who says in a month, if I didn't get all signups, like I couldn't just go out and ask for more people. 
you know, hey, you want to get in this program? And just coach them one-on-one. And, like, you know, ask for, ask for even more money. Hey, I have this group program. Um, I think you need one-on-one. And it's whatever, $5,000 or whatever it is, right? Like, you don't have to be stuck in, in the box that you're in. And, yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's just that I think it's just going back to that idea of, like, living in survival. And it's like, if this doesn't happen, like, I'm fucked. It's like there's not just one outcome. Yeah. There are millions of outcomes. And even for you, right, if if you quit when you weren't ready months ago and you're like, now I need X amount of clients, it's like, well, if you quit and this job that's taking up all your hours, imagine all the time you can spend on growing the business. And I went through the same thing last year in COVID, quitting the gym. And now I can spend all my time like reaching out to people, building connections and and potential clients. So it's like – um, kind of my story was like I was spending all this time coaching CrossFit classes because it was the immediate money and I was like if I don't have this like how do I pay the bills but it's like yeah but those five hours of classes which is actually ten hours of classes because of the time it takes to drive there and mostly all the energy it's taking from me is it's not worth it it's worth to put that time and energy towards building my business which yeah I won't get the immediate money but maybe I'll get it in three, four, five, six months and that's like, we talk about this, having that purpose. It's like my purpose, what I'm trying to build is worth that risk to me. So yeah, sometimes it does take fucking going all in. Bingo, bingo, bongo. Word. So Matt, last time we were, I mean, we recorded an episode a few days ago, I guess, with the triathlon group, mm-hmm. but really it was the CrossFit games. Last time we hung out, we did this, we were on a roll. Yeah. Um, Give a little, we'll say quick update, maybe highs, lows. You've been, uh, you've been on the East coast basically for the past month. Um, let's talk about your foot since that's how we let off the podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe bring some context too. Yeah. So if you didn't listen to the triathlon episode, um, or if you don't follow me on Instagram, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but, uh, sick content. I was on, so CrossFit games in Madison, Wisconsin. Then I went to another part of Wisconsin, I forget where I was, for a golf tournament, uh, a lot of drinking there, lots and lots of drinking. Um, then I flew back to the East Coast, spent a week with my parents in Connecticut, then went to Newport with my brother. And in Newport, about two, yeah, two weeks till, uh, the tr- a little over two weeks till the triathlon. Um, but that weekend was a lot of drinking again. And then Monday, I'm like, all right, back on the grind. I got two weeks to the triathlon. going to go for a swim in the ocean. If I can swim in the ocean, I can swim in a reservoir easy peasy. And uh, I actually went to one ocean, one spot. It was so rough. It was like r- literally the, the Atlantic ocean. It was super rough seaweed everywhere. Probably swam hundred meters. And I was like, I would just be panicking. Then I started thinking about sharks and I'm like the only one at the beach. And I'm like, give me the, it's like six. Um, and I'm like, get me out of here. So I go to this other kind of an inlet, um, in, in uh, Newport, uh, much like literally almost glass. It's so calm, but even still there's like seaweed everywhere. And I'm like panicking. I'm like, I, can't do this like i'm just not in the mindset for this i'm walking out probably swim another 100 meters and i was like i can't do this start walking out of the ocean taking a few steps the water is probably about thigh high and i step on a rock and i just think you know you just step on a rock barefoot it kind of hurts i'm like ah that kind of hurt took a few more steps and i could feel my skin dragging and then i look down and because my foot's still in the water but it's clear enough i can see my foot and i have this like you know like two centimeter thick cut and I'm like oh god and I pull my foot out and as I do that I can see it's like 
the right edge, like just under my pinky toe, the right edge of my foot. And I can see through the cut all the way to the water on the other side. I'm like, holy fucking shit. This went through my foot. And I'm like, oh my God. Now, now that I've seen it, you know, once you see it, <laughs> it's over. So I start limping out of the water. And then I get out of the water and I pull my foot out. It is dripping blood. Just dripping. And I'm like <laughs> limping up. And this, this guy is like walking his dog on the sidewalk. And he's like, how's the water? I'm like, it's pretty warm. And he's like, oh, I saw you swimming out there, like looking pretty good. I'm like, uh-huh. And then he looks down at me and he's like, you're bleeding. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking know, dude. Stop talking to me. I got to get out of here. And luckily I drove my brother his little scooter um, and he's only a quarter mile away because I don't know if I could have pushed my foot on the gas. And I get on the scooter and the wind's blowing through my foot and, and I have my foot hanging off the scooter and it's just dripping. And, I'll, and like mentally I'm like, oh, fuck. Like I kind of start to feel it. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, deep breaths. Like, it's all good. Got to my brother's place. He was out on the deck on the second floor. I'm like, Adam, get down here. <laughs> like, uh, bring some water, clean my foot off. There's sand everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I get eight stitches in my foot. And uh, yeah, I'm just sitting in the doctor's office. And I said this on the triathlon podcast, but it was like, my immediate reaction was like, fuck, I don't know if the triathlon's going to happen, but like, it's okay. Like, whatever this means, it's all good. And we talk about this a lot. And I've had this one tweet that I've always loved that was like, my happiness is not toxic. It's a practice. And this has been the practice for years and years now where my immediate reaction was not like, fuck this, like fucking ocean shell, metal, whatever I stepped on. Like now I can't do the triathlon, all this training for nothing. I paid for it. I've been paying all these <laughs> drop-in fees at the rec center. I just did my expenses. It was like 80 bucks. So on top of all this stuff and, you know, buying the swim cap and the goggles and blah, 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 blah. But that wasn't my reaction. My reaction was like, ah, oh, damn. Like, okay, let's get this fixed first of all. Let's make sure I'm, I didn't cut a whatever, um, what do you call it in the foot? I don't know, ligaments or something. Like, <laughs> let's just make sure it's just a cut. Let's get that fixed. And, uh, yeah, and then I got to the, and got to doctor's nurse looked at it. She's like, yeah, that doesn't, you know, you'll need stitches, but, it, you know, you look okay. You can move your toes. And I'm like, cool. And I kind of just smiled. I'm like, well, now I don't have to do the triathlon. <laughs> I don't have to do all this training and all this stuff. And well, I know I'm kind of dragging this on, but, uh, yeah, I was like reflecting. I, I told my brother, I was like, dude, if I didn't do that, I would have been so stressed about training, borrowing his bike, swimming. That's two hours, three hours of the day. Still have to get work done, all this stuff. I was able to be less stressed and focus on work. And that was great. Then we went up to Boston and Maine with my family. And since I couldn't train, I was still working, but like I was able to spend more time with them. Um, ultimately, Never felt like myself. It was probably the foot. It was probably not being able to work out. It was definitely a lot of drinking. And I just felt in a haze for a lot of the, the two weeks since I cut my foot for the rest of vacation. Just being like drinking, not being able to train, being like, can I can I do this triathlon? I'm not sure. Like once I decided I wasn't going to do it, then I just drank more and like sitting by the pool with a buzz reading my Stephen King book. And I'm like, I don't, like, why am I drinking? I'm like in this haze and I feel like I'm not present with my family. And I know I just kind of did a 180, like nothing to do with the foot, but just like, yeah, just, I'm just going to insert real quick. The tachyderm is something for his foot. That was, the Oh, that's where we that started the, the beginning podcast? of the podcast. I just, you know, I like to bring it together. The Billy was on. like, put this tachyderm on. <laughs> it's like this wet bandaid that has like healing properties. And I, I put it on my foot and yeah, it just like started to get all gooey and weird. And my foot started to open up and I'm like, I don't think my foot's ready for this. I haven't told Billy yet, but uh, maybe I'll tell him. But 
He'll, just, he'll listen to this. Yeah, I'm letting it dry out and scab over first before like it's just too big of a cut to like just throw a taxidermy on. So anyway, that's the full circle. But yeah. I just told you everything. Yeah. The last month. Yeah. And that's great. What I love about last thing, what I love about living here in Colorado is like like the I've said this before. I don't know if it's on a podcast, but the plane lands, and I just feel better. My cool and and I know that has a lot to do with traveling. I I don't love like jumping around and not having my space and not, um, I just feel like I'm in everyone else's time. Like, Hey, we're going to go do this thing. And I'm like, oh, I kind of want to work or like, I need to get a workout. And, um, not to say I don't love it. Right. My dad and I, my brother, we played golf. We went on a cruise and not a cruise, like a little sunset cruise on a little boat. Um, it wasn't sunset. It was in the morning, whatever. Um, but just being back here always just feels better. And that's nice to know, like <laughs> I'm where I'm supposed to be living. Um, that's, yeah. a, that's a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, f- I feel that a lot and it's not really a bad thing, but like going home, like I love Florida and I love the beach, but then I get to a point where I like miss this place. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's a good sign of like, Oh man, like where I live is the right place. Um, so it's interesting. You, it's kind of a good segue. You talked about, you ended up drinking a lot, a lot of haze. Um, we, we were actually supposed to start this podcast an hour ago, but we were catching up and, um, we, we've been talking a lot about this idea of sober October mm-hmm. and alcohol and drinking. I'm curious, Matt, let's say the last 10 years, what do you think the longest span of time is that you've gone without having a drink a day, a week, a month? I'm hesitant to even say 10 days. I can't look back and even think where I haven't had a, like a drink on the weekends, even if it was just a few I really don't think it's been more than a week, which is kind of fucking Yeah, how, crazy. Does, that, how does that feel to say that? To like well, I've thought about this before, and I'm yeah. like, because I've thought about doing that. I'm like, oh, I should take like a month off or two weeks off. And then Saturday comes, I'm like, I can have a few drinks. It's not a big deal. Um, I think it's just crazy. Dude, the, <laughs> when I was getting my stitches out, the nurse was like, you know, they sell all your information. So like, do you smoke? Do you vape? Do you all this stuff? And I'm like, no, no, no. She's like, do you drink? I'm like, yeah. How many drinks a week would you say you have? I'm like, seven. She looked at me. She's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. That's <laughs> such a lie. Like, it's definitely more. Or maybe I said five. I'm like, it's definitely way more than that. Yeah. Um, It just seems Don't absurd. you just feel judged when you fill those out, though? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's it's just a funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What about you? Yeah, that's a great. I mean, I guess I said the last 10 years. There could have been some spurts of, like, a month or two. Spurt. <laughs> Spurt. <laughs> Spurt, spurt. <laughs> yeah. I, month or two, I, love, I love ringing in new vocab words for Matt. You know, I mean, that's probably the best part of this podcast. <laughs> I've heard spurt. I just, it's hitting different today. <laughs> it's, I don't usually have two cups of coffee, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the first thing that came to mind was like when I was coaching at Colorado State or Clemson. And those were like four month stints. I don't know how that's going to hit. Stints is cool. <laughs> okay, we're good with chill. it. We're good with it. Okay. I'd prefer spurts. <laughs> okay. Um, where, yeah, it was like long, you know, seven days a week, waking up at 3 a.m. Like, basically, when I was at Colorado State, I'd get home, shower, eat. I'd have, like have an hour to just, like, completely decompress, watch Netflix, and then I'd be in bed. You like, don't even have time to drink. Yeah, so so that it could have happened. But, yeah, I would, Doesn't say, count. I would say if we say – let's say the last two years is more accurate – um, maybe, maybe a couple of weeks, 
but probably like a week, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's just like a drink here, a drink there. But um, yeah, it's really, it's really been this interesting idea. You know, we've been thinking a lot with Modern Happiness of like, what's something we could do? Like we've talked about in person, like we really want to like help create change and thought about challenges. And we were, when we were in uh, Madison, I don't even know how this idea came up, but we were on a run. And I remember that's when like it first was like spoken and um, yeah, it's interesting. I know for me, like, I don't even feel like I drink that much Mm. relative to like the other population. And I know we've talked before about like the other population, (laughs) those freaks. (laughs) Dude, I can't even, I'm so like conscious of what I'm saying now (laughs) today. Uh, Sorry, I keep going. Find a best friend who (laughs) (laughs) just calls you out constantly. Yeah. Um, Anyways, where was I? Uh, Yeah. Well, okay. The other population. The first thing that came to mind is like, you know, very in the CrossFit space. I feel like a lot of my friends are like in health and fitness and um, I've got some friends that like love to have a good time and drink and, you know, (laughs) Uh, and at the same time, it's like a good balance of like, they'll drink and go hard maybe like for a week or something. Um, or on the weekends, but then it's also like, oh, I definitely don't want to drink. Like I want to feel good. I want to eat healthy. So I I think, you know, as opposed to, I know Matt, you've talked a lot, like part of the reason you left New York city is everyone's just living for, you know, the weekend or, you know, going out happy hour or whatever. And so I think compared to a lot of, we'll, we'll say America, I don't really drink that much, but I do notice sometimes like, I'm like, oh man, I've got, you know, some calls this afternoon. I'm pretty tired or like, I need to get this work done. And it's like, cool, I'll have a beer. That'll kind of like get me through it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I really want to like feel like I need, and I don't, I know I don't need it, but it's also like I use it and definitely not so much lately. I would say like, I think it was like maybe six months ago where it was really like becoming consistent of like, oh yeah, like I'll have a drink. I have this call, like kind of a reward myself. Yeah. Um, Those hazy IPAs really add up yeah. like, on your belly. Yeah. Um, it did for me at least, especially my nipples got so big. Yeah. And I think that the biggest thing I've realized is just, like, just brush over that. <laughs> I've talked about my nipples growing so much that Taylor doesn't even acknowledge it. Yeah. You know, just derailing. When I gain weight, it goes right to my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Natalie, you know, right? The documentation. Yeah. Um, continue. Yeah. I would say like, so, the, you know, the biggest thing with around drinking for me now is, just my sleep. And it's like, how do I want to feel the next day? Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. Um, you know, I have a whoop, which is an activity tracker. It tracks your sleep and your recovery. Um, if you guys want to sponsor the podcast, you know, modern happiness, they're listening podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Yeah. Send us a, an email. Our people will get back to you. Um, but yeah, it's like, if I have two beers, it'll like, I could get eight, eight hours of sleep. And our people, I'm like our other people, the other people out there, you going to let that go? Or? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. There's definitely better things you could make <laughs> yeah. fun of. Okay. It's not a good joke. Yeah. No, no. Most of them aren't, but. Hey, easy. Uh, yeah. I can't even tell the story. We're going to move on. <laughs> this is, this <laughs> okay. is like a normal conversation. Yeah. But, but I, I'm, I mean, I'm with you on all that, right? I'll work and be like, all right, maybe it's Friday night and I'm not really going out or even Thursday, right? Thursday, Thursdays. And I'm like, man, I've been working hard all week. Now it's like the evening and I want to get a little more work done cool. Have a few IPAs and it just makes it a little more enjoyable. And it's like, do I need this? And it's not just that, but we were talking before we started recording, like going to parties, like, do I need to have beers to like enjoy the party? 
And the answer is hopefully no, <laughs> but, uh, but I still do it and I can't help but to not do it. I can't like go to the party and be like, I'm not drinking. Like, no, I'm going to the party. I'm drinking. And I would just, I don't know, maybe this is the segue, but I'd love to have a bigger purpose to really help me see what that looks like. What does it look like to not drink, to go to parties, to go to concerts, to be sitting at my, you know, be sitting in the apartment alone, having to get some work done. Can I do the work without needing a beer? Yeah, I think it's interesting too, you know, just reframing how you think about things. And it's funny, this idea of sober October, I've heard about it before, you know, I think the big, the first big one was like Joe Rogan. I know he does it. And, um, I was doing a little, I was reading up on a little bit and I think it started maybe like in Australia, but it was like a mental health awareness kind of thing. Like, Hey, let's, you know, and I think for me in the past, I've thought like, Oh, sober October. It's like, Oh, if that's like a problem, like if alcohol is a problem, you need that. But like, why would I, like, I don't really drink that much. I definitely don't feel like, yeah, I'll choose it sometimes. Um, but I think that's kind of the point. Like you don't need to, it doesn't need to be like this huge issue in your life to like maybe step back from it. Right. And I think as we were having this conversation, I was like, actually, this would be challenging for me. And, uh, you know, it's funny. We kind of, we talked about this back in August and then I know Matt, you had kind of mentioned like, Oh, I've got like a lot of friends coming in town and concerts. Like, I don't know if, if October's a good time. And so we kind of were like, maybe we'll put it on pause. And then I, I think I'm actually going to be traveling in October and then, kind of yesterday and this morning we were like, no, let's do it. Like regardless of the concerts, regardless. And my first thought was like, oh, I think I'm going to take a trip in October. Like what's that going to look like? And it's like, well, cool. It shouldn't matter. Like it's never going to be a right time. Where are you, where are you going in October? Don't worry about it. Oh my we'll God, talk, about it. Um, <laughs> talk about this later. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, thanks for the invite. Uh, yeah, dude, it's going to be <laughs> oh, really. Oh, thanks for the invite to it, the East Coast. and to. Uh, you're always invited. I told you my plans. Montana. I told you my plans you never, all the time. I, I never got an L invitation L in the mail. Listen. Like, if it's not handwritten, it's not. When it's me, you, and Natalie in a text, you can't even handle that. Do you really want to be in Montana with me and Natalie? Can't handle that. Where we haven't seen each other in, in, in over a month? In between you and a tent. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. Who's this, Taylor? Uh, so, yeah, you're, in, you're into that? I don't know. I need a, a handwritten letter. <laughs> Invite? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you'll just say no anyway. I'm That's why school. I don't invite you. Um, that's just the story you're creating. <laughs> okay, fine. I just know you enough. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's like, we, we talked about this. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So October. And then I'm like, all of a sudden I look at my calendar and I'm like, I have at least three concerts. I'm seeing whatever jungle, uh, Dave Matthews for two nights, uh, someone else. And I'm like, no, dude, I want to drink and enjoy that. And then even had this conversation with my brother last night. So I kind of told you no. And you're like, I think I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm like, all right, fuck you. Um, <laughs> do the triathlon without me. Uh, all that. I'm just kidding. Um, but then I'm like, I had this conversation with my brother last night. And I'm like, well, this is probably exactly why I should do it. The fact that I'm like, oh, I need to go to the concert and enjoy myself. My brother told me, he's like, I forget what concert. But he's like, I went to a concert by myself, didn't drink. Or maybe, I don't know if it's by himself, but went to a concert, didn't drink, and then he got up Sunday morning and, like, had a full day. It's like, it was fucking awesome. And I'm like, I love that. And that's the thing about drinking where I'm like, you know, every, every, a lot of people have done this, right? You drink, you get hungover. I'm never drinking again. I've never said that because I don't lie to myself because <laughs> um, I know I'll drink again and that feeling fades. But it's like, ultimately, I love when I'm feeling, like, better on top of the world. 
I'm feeling good. So why do I continue to drink at night and then have these sluggish days? Like, am I really gonna, am I really gonna waste like, I don't know, two sevenths kind of the weekend of my life feeling sluggish? So it's easier said than done, but I, I would love to challenge myself. And I think doing Sober October, saying it on the podcast, we talk about this on the triathlon podcast, we talk about all the time, putting it out in the universe, tell people what you're up to, and it's more likely you'll do it. And um, so that's kind of what's happening right now. Uh, I think it's going to hold me committed. And it's not not that I'm doing it for the listeners. I'm, I'm doing it for myself. I want to see what it's like, but I know that helps me stay accountable. And if it's for a good cause, and I, I just want to see, like you said, I haven't, I haven't gone more than seven days without a fucking drink since, since like high school. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that you mentioned the triathlon. Cause I actually was just thinking like when we recorded that episode, we were like, um, what's the next progression? That's kind of, I know you didn't get to do it, but like you were, you said you were more motivated to like do a triathlon now and everyone else, Billy, Aaron, Maddie, they were all like, all right, what's the next thing? I got to do a farther distance or I got to go faster. And like, that's, that's why we do hard things. And it's like, you and I talked about ice baths and I, I kind of had, I don't need to rehash it, but like a little panic during the swim, but it's like, because I've done hard things, because I've trained, because I've gotten out of my comfort zone in other areas of my life, I was able to handle that. Yeah. And this is the next progression yeah. and it doesn't have to be physical. And I think that's why it's such a good thing. And, and again, sometimes it's, it's easier. It'll still be a challenge to, um, sign up for something and do it with friends. And that's why we want to do it. And we want to inv- invite all of our listeners to do it with us because as oh, a community, yeah. it, it makes it easier. Right. And so we want to help facilitate that for you. And even if alcohol is not something you struggle with, or maybe there's something else, maybe you want to, you know, give up Instagram or, you know, social media, or you could pick something else. It doesn't, if maybe you don't, you already don't drink, right. It could mm-hmm. be something else, but sort of this idea of like fasting, you know, and I, I think that it's not going to be the hardest thing in the world for me. But also I know there's going to be times where I'm like, oh, I could use a drink or yeah. like if I'm traveling or if there's like, you know, a, a social thing. Um, and that's what I think is cool is like it is the the next progression. And by like committing to some it's we talk about it, skin in the game. Yeah. And we want to just do it. And especially in spite of like, I don't know what October is going to hold. Like there could be big celebrations. There could be, you know, whatever. Um, but again, we're not doing it like I'm not planning to quit drinking alcohol the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I I think it's, I like it in some social occasions. It's nice having a buzz sometimes, but like it really is bringing that awareness, which I think is, is really important. Yeah. Instead of feeling like, like I want to do this and then after be like, like you said, I might continue to drink. I enjoy it, but maybe it helps me realize like I don't always have to have the drink. Like those moments where I'm like, I'm going to go to this party and not drink, but then I end up drinking. Those are the moments where I'm like, okay, cool. Now I realize like I don't have to. But then there's a celebration or a concert. It's like, yeah, I will have a few beers, and it's fine. Um, so just maybe doing it less frequent. And I love what you said about, you know, if you're joining us, you don't already drink or it's not really a thing for you. Um, yeah, it's like, what is your vice? Uh, you feel bad, a pint of ice cream. Or end of the day, you go to Netflix. Maybe you don't do that, and you read a book instead. And you just challenge yourself to, like, do something different. I've always wanted to read the more self-help books or <laughs> whatever, read in general. Like, cool. And this is a great opportunity you know, stop Netflix, read or whatever it is. Yeah. Sugar. Like maybe you have a real sweet tooth. See if you can give that up for a month. And I think it's a beautiful thing to practice where it's like, there's going to be those moments where I really want to have a drink and just to stop and be like, why, why do you want this so bad? Is it because you can't be yourself? And why is that? 
can you really not be yourself without a drink? Push that, try test that a little bit. And that's kind of what I'm excited for. It's just another, another challenge. And I love, um, I love pushing myself and that, that, uh, I love pushing the mental game because not that I'm like, you know, I feel like when I do a physical thing, it's like, I'm either just going to push through it and do it or, or not. Like I'm going to kind of die trying. Um, I think the mental game is so much easier to, to give up, to make an excuse. And, uh, I just love pushing that. And, um, the final thing, what Taylor said, getting everyone, getting all you guys involved. Um, my brother texted me last week and he was like, you know, I think I'm, I'm like not going to drink. And we talked about this, even having a drink like at your desk while working on a Friday. Um, I'm like, dude, if you feel like you want a beer, text me or we'll get, we'll get on the phone and I'll just be like, yeah, like don't do it or we'll have that conversation. Right. And I'll text you if I feel like having one. And that's what we keep talking about, right? Having the support and accountability. Um, so same thing. If you guys are doing this and you want to, and you want to join us in sober October, uh, whatever that is for you, reach out to us on DMs. Be like, I'm struggling with this. I really want to drink or I really want to do X, Y, Z. We'll be there for you. Absolutely. I love that. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's cool too. like you, you touched on is like being somewhere or whatever. And, you know, I feel like I'm really comfortable in my own skin. Like you and I are like, we've really leaned into just like who we are. And yet there's still times where it's like other people are drinking and I'm like, oh, I guess I'll have a, I wasn't gonna have a drink tonight, but everyone else is ordering a drink. Cool. I'll have a drink. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a big awareness is like, I went out with a friend a couple weeks ago who, uh, kind of a newer friend. One of my buddies from high school was in town and we were at this bar getting drinks. He came and made up, met up with us. Um, and he went and got a drink and I, I didn't really think about it. He, you order at the bar and then it turns out it was a non-alcoholic. And later he said something and I was like, oh, interesting. And, um, you know, I didn't really know what the story was, so I didn't want to ask. And then he's like, yeah, I haven't had a drink in like 500 days. Like, he's like, it's crazy. He's like, it kind of just happened during COVID. Like, you know, we were in quarantine. I wasn't going to just drink at home by myself, which I kind of laugh because I think most everyone went the opposite way on that. Um, and then it was like a year went by and he's like, oh, I just feel good. I'm just going to keep doing it. And he's very active. Like we ride bikes together and um, and I was like, man, that's so interesting. Then we went to another bar and he got another non-alcoholic. And I was like, wow, that's, that's cool. Like he's, he's having fun. He's having a good time. Like I'm not judging him, but like, it's just kind of like, you know, Ryan Fisher talks a lot about like breaking that belief system. And I think for me, it was like this huge awareness of like, oh, I could, that's something I could do. Why did I never think about that? Mm. And I think that's a, a big part of this challenge is just to like, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, but like one, having the conversation and and having like a good reason why, because I, I think the kind of the, the final reason for me is I've really, you know, a big part of it is mental health. Right. And, and again, you don't have to be this like raging alcoholic to like realize that alcohol could negatively affect your life. Like one performance recovery. Um, but it is a depressant. And I noticed for me, like when I drink a lot, like, so I go on vacation or like we went on that snowboard trip to uh, Jackson hole, it's like four or five plus days of drinking. And then it's like the next few days, I notice I have like way more negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. I have way more like depressive thoughts. And I don't want to say that I'm depressed, but like it's kind of that fog, that haze you're talking about. Alcohol is a depressant. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately I've learned that about myself over the past few. I actually had a friend of mine. This was probably like two, three years ago who we went snowboarding and I, it was around the new year. And he's like, I was like, do you have any new, any goals this year? And he's like, yeah. He's like, actually, I'm going to like, I want to only have one drink when I'm out with friends. 
He's like, I can have one drink, but then, and he kind of mentioned that. He's like, I kind of get more like depressed and whatever. And I was like, interesting. And this is one of the happiest guys, like, you know, really has a lot going on for him. And, and I was like, oh, interesting. It really made me think and realize that I do the same thing. So I think I do a better job now of like, kind of like breaking that apart. Like, oh, okay. I drink tonight. I'm not going to drink tomorrow, whatever. But like, I think this could be like just a really cool awareness and you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So just, just trying that. Dude, I'm going to lose some weight. I'm going to save so much money. Dude, your nipples are going to shrink. Oh, my God. Finally. Maybe get them back down to 13-year-old mat size <laughs> before I hit puberty. Um, actually, I hit puberty at like 17. I don't know. Um, so we keep talking about this. And beer, beer, beer is like all in my head. Beer, beer, beer. You're talking about the non-alcoholic beer. And I'm like, I got these mountain beaches from Breckenridge. I love them. They're like – I don't really love ales, but I think it's like a um, – or maybe it's a sour. I don't know. Anyway, it's really good. And uh, <laughs> some of those are in the fridge, and I'm like, fucking would love a beer right now. <laughs> it's, it's like in 1030 in the morning, but I'm like, because we keep talking about it. And I think mm-hmm. this is such a fun trick. Um, I think I heard someone say this, and I've known this, but it's like the, his example I loved where it's like, um, yeah, basically if you're like, I don't want pizza. Like I'm not going to eat. I'm eating healthy, right? I'm not going to have pizza tonight. Like we always, you know, me and my wife do pizza on Fridays. I'm not going to have a pizza. We're both trying to do better. No pizza, no pizza. What, what do you, you talk about this, right? What, what are you thinking about now? Mm. Pizza, pizza, pizza the whole freaking time. So you're going to be drawn to now getting pizza. Just as we're talking about beer, I'm like, I don't drink in the morning, but well, you know, maybe some mimosas on Christmas, whatever. Uh, but I'm like, all of a sudden I'm just like, oh man, beer sounds good <laughs> before I go sober October. And instead what is the thing you do want? Mm. So I'm not going to eat pizza. Like I'm going to have chicken and rice, chicken, rice, and broccoli tonight. Really healthy meal. I cannot wait for my chicken and broccoli tonight. It's going to be so good. And now when you go home, you'll be like, boom, chicken and broccoli, right to it. Not be like, oh man, just pizza, pizza, pizza. Just in your head all day. You're carrying that around with you. And I think the same thing here where it's like, all right, we're going to the concert. Like I will not drink. Dave Matthews band. I've never gone to a Dave Matthews band and not been drunk. <laughs> it's, fucking great and uh i would say date <laughs> this is probably a terrible saying I'm like dave matthews band makes me want to drink and drinking makes me want to listen to dave matthews <laughs> but uh so instead of going to the concert so we, we might cure you yeah in October. yeah no more dave matthews oh no 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 what get out of here that's not a cure um as we have dave matthews on your tv right now paused um just trying to so, cheer you up so, <laughs> it, it worked it was great um so instead of you know, that day, that morning, Dave Matthews tonight, like, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to drink. But like, Dave Matthews tonight, like, I can't wait to enjoy the sober. Or I'm going to bring some seltzers with me. It's going to be so much fun. Like, I don't know, enjoying my first day of concert sober. It's going to be awesome. Just continually crafting that narrative rather than don't drink, don't drink, don't drink. Does that make sense? Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Shame I don't. I don't really have much else to add, but – you know, basically we, we, we're going to do this. We would love for you guys to be a part of it with us. We think it it could have a big impact. Um, we're going to iron out some details. We definitely want to help support you guys. So we'll likely have some extra podcasts, um, maybe send out, send out some emails or something like that just to throughout, throughout the month. So it's not just like, Hey, cool. You're doing it. You're on your own. Like we want to, we want to support you. I want to have a community. We want to hear how it's going. Um, cause it's also going to help us like knowing that other people are participating with me. It's like when I have that thought or like, maybe I face that awkward moment. Um, if I'm out with friends or something or new people and it's like, Oh no, cool. Like this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, this might be the, uh, I mean, uh, this is what Taylor says, speed of implementation, I call it messy action, but we just wanted to come on here and talk about this, and we don't have all the details ironed out, but yeah, maybe it's a Facebook group where we're in there and, um, yeah, being like, guys, fucking struggling, or celebrating wins, to getting, you know, supporting each other, getting behind each other's backs, uh, yeah, extra podcasts, whatever it is, um, if you're interested, you know, let us know in, in Instagram, we would love some feedback. I think it would be awesome. And uh, I think we're both excited to do this. Just another challenge, you know, in our lives that uh, I think we constantly are like just going through the motions sometimes. Maybe not all of us all the time. Um, like I know I challenge myself in business and trying to take next steps. But where else in life can I challenge myself? And not really, cons- you know, I've considered alcohol before, but <laughs> it's great to have you to be like, let's do this. It's like, yeah, that would be a, a great challenge for me. Uh, to see where I can do it. I've thought about sometimes like maybe I should do vegan for a month. Not because I I love meat. I don't really care. But like it would be a challenge for me yeah. to not eat meat. So let's see if I can do that. Um, so I love that we're doing this, um, just leaning into doing hard things. And um, man, I think it's going to be great. Like I said, like more energy. And we've talked about stuff like this, like other ways we could support people. Is it a Facebook group? Like what is it? Is it putting out a, a mini course or something? But Man, this might be the perfect time to do it. We'll be sober. We'll have more energy. We'll have more, like, more energy time to put to like maybe a Facebook group. And I'm not guaranteeing that. I know I keep saying it. And Taylor's like, "Don't fucking no, let's not do that." But uh, we'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. So stay tuned. But uh, yeah, we're just we're just diving head in, and we're at the very least, we're definitely doing this. Uh, maybe donations to the, to the cause. Uh, yeah, it'd be great to great to give back. Yeah. Um, some money into it yeah so money where your mouth is stay think tuned. about it all the money you'll be saving by i'll be saving by not buying alcohol dude i did my expenses i think it was like i kind of have restaurants and like liquor liquor and uh like bars on two separate like line items restaurant kind of gets muddled you know with alcohol um but it was like four four or five hundred bucks for the month of alcohol and like 600 bucks at restaurants which is probably some alcohol in there so it's like pff, man 600 bucks it's a snowboard, baby. <laughs> it's a new snowboard. Yeah, that's our that's our icon pass or epic pass or whatever. Yeah, almost. So yeah, uh, guys, follow us on Modern Happiness Podcast on Instagram. Um, stay tuned. We'll probably have some updates over there, and let you know what we're cooking up. Uh, but again, let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. If you're in for this, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and if you want to join us, and again, even if it's not alcohol, uh, it's almost like Lent. I don't know if you Christians, whatever Catholic, whatever the fuck. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Lent, right? You give up something for 40 Great days. Great analogy. Thank you. you. Give up something for 40 days. I know growing up, that's what we did. Like, oh, give up chocolate or whatever. Um, this is, this is, we're going in, giving something up for the month of October. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Until next time, peace, peace. out. Peace.